Now you are a smart cookie, and I'll bet you have even more ideas to share with Miss Margarita on ways to stand out from the crowd. Leave a comment below and tell me your best stuff. I got bored the summer before third grade, so I started a lemonade stand. Made this sales web, you know, because lemonade is such a complicated business. And my favorite part is have your customers pick the price. You'll get more money. Smart cookie. If you have a million dollars and some smart cookie is able to uh, increase your returns by 1% per year, either through pulling out costs or increasing returns or some combination, doing it more, more intelligently. A 1% increase per year on a million dollars. What is, what is the saving? What is that worth to you over, after one year? Come on. $10,000. G'day you mob and welcome to Aussie English. I am your host Pete and my objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to sound like a fair income Aussie or you just want to understand what the flipping hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa and enjoy Aussie English. Let's go. Alrighty, guys. Welcome to this episode of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English, as well as get a fair dinkum dose of Aussie history, nature, news, current affairs, all that jazz. So, I am your host, Pete. It is nine o'clock at night and I'm a little bit wrecked because I've had a long day hanging out with my son after working at um, a local brewery. So, I went to a beer brewery today in order to make some whiskey. Go figure, right? Well, we actually use the equipment, the boilers at um, the brewery in order to make the wash, which is then used to go through the still to make whiskey. So, that's been a fun process, but yeah, long story short, in a nutshell, it's been a long day. I'm a little bit wrecked, but I am ready to do this episode for you guys today. And this is a free video episode, guys. So, if you're listening to this on the podcast, as you will have known uh, in the past, I have spoken about how these videos are for members only and that I was only going to release one of these free every month or two. This is one of those episodes. So, if you want to check out this episode, it will be on YouTube. Um, you'll be able to watch this, see the expressions, the phrases come up on screen, the definitions of these words and phrases, as well as see clips that come up to help you kind of comprehend what I'm talking about, right? To help you with your understanding, listening comprehension, you can follow the conversation, everything like that. That being said, if you would like access to all the videos for these expression episodes, as well as the full transcripts that you can read, take notes on, you can print them out, you can download them, you can get the worksheet for them, um, you can get the premium podcast player to listen and read at the same time as the text plays on the screen, and obviously all the other videos, join the premium podcast membership or the academy membership if the doors are open, okay? And you can check out aussieenglish.com.au in order to do so. So, bit of an intro, guys, but I hope you've- I hope you've, um, been enjoying the content that I've been putting out this year, been working my little butt off. Um, yeah, I'm- I'm forgetting something. There's a worksheet, a free worksheet below, guys, if you would like to download that. So, um, if you're watching the video 
or you're listening to this on the website, go and get that worksheet. And members, the information on that worksheet is in the PDF that you can download already. All right. So, as usual, guys, you know that I talk about or I, I introduce a little joke here at the start of each episode and I try and make these related to the expression that the episode is sort of centered around. Okay. So, see if you can work out the connection for today's joke. Here's the joke. What's delicious and goes meow? What's delicious and goes meow? Goes meow. Abyss cat. Abyss cat. Do you get it? Do you get it? The pun here is on the word biscuit. A biscuit, right? A biscat is obviously a biscuit that is a cat or something. It's not a real word in English, but the joke here is that a delicious thing that goes meow would be a biscat, a biscuit. And for bonus points, who can tell me in the comments below before I say it, what the Aussie term, the Aussie slang term for a cookie or a biscuit is? Hmm. Wonder if you guys know. A bicky. A bicky. So, today's expression is a smart cookie and uh, cookie is the word for biscuit that Americans tend to use. We kind of use it in Australian English too sometimes, but I would prefer, I would go for, I would reach for biscuit probably nine times out of ten over cookie. But in the term, in, in this expression, a smart cookie, which is today's expression, a smart cookie, you can't really sort of change out cookie for biscuit. You can't really say, oh, that guy's a real smart biscuit. Just doesn't have the same kind of punch to it. So, before we talk about this expression and what it means, let's define the words within the expression. So, smart. Smart typically means having or showing a quick-witted intelligence, right? So, being clever, being intelligent, you are smart. But you can also be very smart if you're wearing really nice clothing that is very tidy, that is clean. If you're well-dressed, you look very smart, right? You could also- You could be looking smart in terms of your clothes and you could also look smart in terms of your intelligence, right? Maybe you're wearing glasses or something as well as a suit. So, you look smart, but you also look smart. And lastly, a cookie, as I think we've already covered, a cookie is a sweet biscuit having a fairly soft, chewy texture and typically containing pieces of chocolate or fruit in America. That tends to be how they use a cookie, a sweet biscuit, I guess, whereas biscuit- it can be sweet, it could be sort of savoury, but yeah, we- it doesn't have to have chocolate or fruit in it to be a biscuit, right? An Anzac biscuit doesn't have chocolate or fruit in it, as far as I know. Um, and yeah, the Aussie slang term is a bicky, a bicky. I remember asking my grandmother, my uh, nana, for bickies a lot when I was a little kid. So, if I said to you guys that- I know a kid who is quite a smart cookie. In fact, my son is quite a smart cookie. What do you reckon it means? It means, I think, that he is a clever person who makes good decisions. Maybe not necessarily good decisions, at least for Noah, um, but that he is- he's clever. He's a smart person. He's a smart cookie. He's a clever little kid. Smart little cookie. So, I've almost gone over the first example that I was going to give you, but we'll go through the examples now and I will start from the start. So, number one, my son Noah is quickly growing up. He is now 19, 20 months old. I have to sit down and think about that actually. Yeah, 19 months, 19 and a bit, almost 20 months. 
and he's slowly developing his language skills, right? But he is- he's also really coordinated and clever when it comes to um, puzzles and games and he's just got really good hand-eye coordination. So, it's interesting seeing him learning two languages simultaneously. He doesn't have the communication skills of a monolingual uh, child yet because he's kind of learning to do both in two languages or learning to do that in two languages. But you can see that he is a smart cookie because he understands a lot more than he can sort of express or say. Example number two, imagine that you are a uni student studying mathematics at the top uni in your country, right? So, in Australia, it might be Monash Uni or ANU, Australian National University, or maybe Melbourne University. Whatever the university is, whatever the uni is, it is an incredibly exclusive and hard to get into course to study a very, very, very difficult topic like maths. So, every single person that you know in class is almost certainly a smart cookie to be at that university and to be studying that topic, to be in that course. And maybe it's a bit intimidating for you because you came from a high school where you were always the smartest cookie in your maths class, right? But now you're sort of on a level playing field and everyone around you is equally smart or perhaps even smarter, right? Everyone's a smart cookie. Example number three, maybe we come home one day to our house and we're about to go outside and, you know, we look up and see that Noah has somehow gotten onto the roof and we, you know, think, wow, okay, he's in a lot of danger. (laughs) We're incredibly shocked. We're scared. We're frightened because we don't want him to sort of tumble and fall off the uh, the roof and, you know, go arse over tit and hit the ground. But at the same time, we think, wow- how did he get up there? He's just a, a 19-month-old baby, um, you know, or toddler. What a smart cookie, you know. That's scary, but impressive. Clever boy. What a smart cookie. Man, Noah's going to be happy. You've got two, two examples today for him. It shows how much I think of him. <laughs> so, guys, a smart cookie, pretty simple expression. It means a clever person who makes good decisions or just someone that's intelligent, right? They're a smart cookie. I don't know why we say the word cookie. To be honest, I I don't think I could really find the uh, explanation for this, the origin for this, but I, I imagine that there's one out there somewhere. So, yeah, send me an email if you find it. Anyway, guys, have a listen to those clips again and see if you can now hear how this expression smart cookie is being used. And I will see you again in a sec to do the listen and repeat exercise. Now you are a smart cookie, and I'll bet you have even more ideas to share with Miss Margarita on ways to stand out from the crowd. Leave a comment below and tell me your best stuff. I got bored the summer before third grade, so I started a lemonade stand. Made this sales web, you know, because lemonade is such a complicated business. And my favorite part is have your customers pick the price. You'll get more money. Smart cookie. If you have a million dollars and... Some smart cookie is able to uh, increase your returns by 1% per year, either through pulling out costs or increasing returns or some combination, doing it more, more intelligently. A 1% increase per year on a million dollars. What is the saving? What is that worth to you over, after one year? Come on. 
$10,000. Good work, guys. All right. Now, let's go through a listen and repeat exercise where you can work on your pronunciation. So, the whole point of these exercises is to listen to what I say as I say it and then say it after me, listening to my pronunciation and trying to mimic the same thing. Okay. So, let's go. A. A smart. A smart cookie. 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 I reckon I'm a smart cookie. You reckon you're a smart cookie. He reckons he's a smart cookie. She reckons she's a smart cookie. We reckon we're smart cookies. They reckon they're smart cookies. It reckons it's a smart cookie. Good work, guys. Now, there's a few interesting things going on there in terms of connected speech, right? So, you're going to hear, obviously, I reckon I'm, I reckon I'm. You're going to hear that linking between the N and any of the pronouns that start with a vowel. I reckon I'm, I reckon nits. You're going to hear the um, auxiliary verbs um, that are conjugated for to be, like I'm, your, he's, there, where, all of those link with a, which is going to be reduced into a schwa sound. So, I reckon I'm, you reckon you're, he reckons he's. And then with smart cookie, I wonder if you hear the T at the end of the word smart, smart. I would say, I reckon I'm a smart cookie. I reckon I'm a smart cookie. The T gets muted, so it's not released. It's a stop consonant. We stop that T and we go straight into the K sound at the start of the word cookie. So, those are some really interesting aspects to pronunciation and connected speech. If you want to learn more about these, go and check out the Aussie English pronunciation course where you will learn all about things like the linking R. You'll learn about muted consonants, consonant clusters within Um, words between syllables like that and what happens to the pronunciation of the first consonant in those clusters or maybe the consonant in the middle of those clusters. There's a lot of interesting stuff that happens there. And to really wrap your head around it and sound much more like a native speaker and to develop that Aussie accent, I really recommend that you check out that course, which will be linked below. Besides that, guys, don't forget if you want the transcripts, if you want the full video episodes for these expression episodes and you want the premium podcast player and everything else, go and sign up for the premium podcast membership or the academy membership, okay? And before we finish, I thought, you know, today I'll talk about an Aussie fact that's related to cookies. So, I was thinking, mm, cookies, cookies, Australian cookies, biscuits, bickies, what can I connect this to? Tim Tams. Tim Tams. I don't think we've spoken about Tim Tams on the podcast in great depth. So, I looked in, I did some research, I looked into the origin of Australian Tim Tams, right? And I I hope that you all know what a Tim Tam is and that you've had the um, luck and pleasure to try a Tim Tam. 
Maybe they're a bit overrated, though. Who knows? So, anyway, Tim Tams, they were first released in 1963 by Arnott's. So, what's that? 58 years ago. They were based on a British product called Penguin. I didn't know that. So, Ross Arnott named the Bickies after a horse that won the Kentucky Derby in 1958. He'd attended the races and fancied the name, and so the biscuits became known as Tim Tam. So, there you go. Tim Tam biscuits were actually named after a horse. Tim Tams were a total winner for Arnott's and became their best-selling product. Probably still are. By the end of the century, sales reached more than 30 million packs a year, more than a pack per Aussie being sold in Australia. Tim Tams are notorious for the Tim Tam Slam. (laughs) That's a good rhyme there, Tim Tam Slam. Um, This is the practice or technique where you get a Tim Tam. It's kind of this rectangular biscuit. You bite opposite corners that are diagonally opposing one another off that Tim Tam Bicky. And then you kind of use it like a straw. You dip it into something like coffee or hot chocolate or even tea. And you can suck that through the Tim Tam Mixing it with the chocolate and enjoying it. It's probably horrible if it's tea, but if it's coffee or a hot chocolate, it's probably pretty good. Arnott's have even created a specific variety of Tim Tam called the Tim Tam Slam that was, quote, especially made for slamming. I guess you slam the biscuit into the drink. Maybe that's why we call it Tim Tam Slam. Tim Tams are exported to the US and also made in Indonesia for the local market where you can even buy cheese and durian Tim Tams. I found these on a trip to Indonesia during my PhD in 2012, and I must admit that I was not a fan of the durian Tim Tams. The classic Tim Tam flavour will always be number one for me, and yeah, take my word for it, (laughs) the cheese ones are a bit weird as well. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to get the free worksheet below. For everything else, go to aussieenglish.com.au. And I will see you next time. Cheers.